Powered by Clear Vision Development Group, this is Better Than Before with Tony Richards, a business leaders podcast. Each week, we'll provide you with top business insights, fresh perspectives from world-class guests, and the tools you need to lead better than before. And now, here's your host, author and business coach, Tony Richards. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Better Than Before. This is Tony Richards. I'm hoping your uh, appendages and limbs are all secure after the 4th of July holiday. Welcome to the second half of our big year here we're having in 2020. And I know for a lot of you, you're sure glad that it's almost half over. And uh, 2021 will be without some of the big issues and, and problems that we've been facing. No guests on the show today. So let's get my commercial out of the way right off the bat here. I want to tell you about my two books that I have out. The Big Idea, 52 Ways to Be a Better Leader Now, and also Journal Like a CEO, 365-Day Journal Guide. They're both available at clearvisiondevelopment.com and amazon.com if you want to download straight to your Kindle. Also, go just look at my author's page. Look for Tony Richards, and uh, the books will be right there. I just finished the outline of my third book, uh, just the other day, and I've started writing on it over the 4th of July holiday, so I'm expecting that to be out for you, hopefully, by this year's holiday season. We uh, have a great show for you today, even though we have no guest. We're going to be talking to you about you and your employees. Uh, I'm going to outline the four major accountabilities of every employee, and then I'll cover five things every employee at your organization needs to have and do. It's all coming up on Better Than Before, brought to you by University Subaru. From here, been here, always will be here, University Subaru, homegrown and proud of it. The 2020 Subaru Crosstrek. It comes with standard symmetrical all-wheel drive, plus an economical 33 miles per gallon. And the Crosstrek has the lowest five-year cost to own in its class for three years running, according to Kelly Blue Book. Love is out there. Find it in a Crosstrek. University Subaru. Homegrown and proud of it. See dealer for details. Are you working twice as hard but enjoying fewer rewards? Maybe you're highly accomplished, but you just can't seem to break through and make the next big move or you run a business that has begun to grow stagnant, it doesn't have to stay that way. Even the best leaders have felt as if their careers were spiraling out of control, but that's when they had to lead and lead big. Tony Richards' new book, The Big Idea, 52 Ways to Be a Better Leader Now, will help launch you forward in leadership. Learn how to take charge and lead yourself, lead others, and lead your company. Purchase online today at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and our website, clearvisiondevelopment.com. Welcome back to Better Than Before. This is Tony Richards, and in this segment... I want to talk to you about the four accountabilities of every employee. Now, every single employee is part of your leadership team. How can that be, you might say? Well, 
what would your sphere of influence look like if everyone were a leader? If someone were to walk into your business and they couldn't tell who was in charge, everyone had that leadership aura about them. What would happen to your company, your neighborhood, your community, your state, your nation, if everyone showed leadership? The thing that most people mistake where leadership is concerned is it's not really about title. It's about the depth of your commitment. Leadership's not about your rank. It's about influence and impact. No matter what you do within an organization, you can do each of those things well. And I would encourage you to sit down with your people and tell every one of the people that work for you or work with you and every one of your beloved teammates and just say, you know what, as of today, I want you to be the CEO of your area. You know, we typically call those SBUs or small business units. Now they're going to look at you funny and scratch their heads and they're going to go, what are you talking about? Just explain to them that as of today, they are the CEO of their own small business unit. If they're in IT, they have a certain role within IT. They're now the CEO of that role. And I'm not suggesting you don't have titles. We need title for the smooth running of an organization. They're important for structure, and I get that, for the smooth functioning of your business and your enterprise. But having said that, just imagine if every single person, whether they worked in legal or sales or research and development in the executive suite or human resources, no matter what they do, if you have a small business you're a three-person organization, or if you're a 5,000-person organization, or maybe a 15,000-person organization, what would happen if every single person saw themselves as the CEO, the chief executive officer of their own small business unit? Now, once they understand the concept and embrace it, they're going to have a sense of ownership. They're going to actually say, you know what? I'm an entrepreneur. I'm the entrepreneur of my own little small business unit here within this larger organization. In other words, the larger organization that you run really just invests in a lot of small business units. And once they understand that responsibility, there are four accountabilities. And please write these down. The four accountabilities that every single one of your teammates is now responsible for as the CEO of their own small business unit. In other words, it's your duty, I would suggest, your job, your responsibility to hold every single one of your teammates, whether that's three other people or 50,000 people, if you have a larger business, hold every single one of them accountable to four things. Now, the thing about accountability is, and we explain this to each one of our clients when we work with them, that accountability cannot be shared generally. You know, your accountabilities have to be linked to a specific function and a result of that function. But in this instance, these particular accountabilities can be shared because everyone needs to have them as a priority. Number one, everyone needs to be responsible for growing sales of the business. Number two, everyone needs to be responsible for finding better ways to invest money. Have a lean mentality. So every person is watching every single amount of expense, all the costs, and everyone's responsible for that. Number three, everyone is responsible for innovation. And number four, everyone is responsible for being a person of outstanding customer interaction. Got those? Let's run over them again. Number one, 
Everyone needs to be responsible for selling, growing sales of the business, generating revenue in some way, whether you come up with a new idea that can be turned into revenue or you get an idea off of another idea. But we need to be thinking of ways of where the business can make money. Number two, everyone needs to be responsible for better expenses. You have a great mentality for every single person watching every single amount of expense, everything that costs, and everyone is watching that. Number three, everyone is responsible for innovation. And number four, everyone is responsible for being a person of outstanding customer interaction. Now, in our next segment, I'm going to dive into these a little bit more because I'm going to tell you five things everyone at your organization needs to have and do. That's coming up next on Better Than Before. The 2020 Subaru Crosstrek. It comes with standard symmetrical all-wheel drive plus an economical 33 miles per gallon. And the Crosstrek has the lowest five-year cost to own in its class for three years running, according to Kelly Blue Book. Love is out there. Find it in a Crosstrek. University Subaru. Homegrown and proud of it. See dealer for details. Receive weekly coaching tips from Tony Richards, delivered straight to your inbox. Whether you're a CEO or an entrepreneur, Tony can help you reach your goals and give you a competitive edge within your industry. Tony's Monday Morning Coaching Memo covers topics ranging from leadership development to teamwork to company culture and more. Text the word leadership to 38470 to sign up for Tony's Monday Morning Coaching Memo or sign up online at clearvisiondevelopment.com. Welcome back to Better Than Before. In this segment, five things everyone who works at your organization needs to have and do. First thing, innovation. You may have heard this in the last segment and scratched your head going, what does he mean by innovation? Here we go. See, disruption happens in business to push old structures away so new structures can be constructed. Sometimes it's called creative destruction. But innovation is simply leaving everything you touch better than you found it. It's finding ways to mix things together for improvement. Innovation is having a relentless commitment to making things better. It's scary for people because ultimately there can be no innovation without some disruption. And people generally don't like disruption because it means change. The very nature of innovation means you challenge the way things are. You challenge the status quo. The very nature of innovation means no matter if you're the janitor or if you're a teacher or if you're a manager or you're at the highest level of your organization, the very nature of innovation means you're going to disrupt something. You're going to change the way things have always been done, even in the smallest of ways. And the best way to innovate are those little 1% wins every single day. 1% improvements over time, which lead to stunning results when they're compounded. That's the best way to really build innovation within your business and even in your personal life. But the very nature of innovation means you're a visionary. 
because visionaries are challenged. Visionaries are ridiculed. I came up with a line yesterday. Ultimately, visionaries are ridiculed before they're understood. No doubt about it. The first thing people are going to do is call you crazy when you come up with something that's wildly different. So innovation's about improvement, and it's a scary thing for people because what they've got to do is they got to leave what they know to go to something they don't really know, but they have a good feeling about. They have some intuition about it. They have to leave the way they've always done it and the way they've always behaved, the way they've always thought about things at work and move out to a blue ocean. But if you're not willing to leave the safety of that safe harbor of the known and move out into the blue ocean, you're not going to be able to explore possibilities because possibility lives in the blue ocean. I promise you. Now to challenge you, and with great respect, if you're not willing to leave that safe harbor of the known and go out into the blue ocean, then your competitors or your peers, to use a better word, will innovate and they will make you and your business obsolete. I think about Christopher Columbus. You know, he discovered new lands because he was the first explorer not to do what the other explorers did. Other explorers hugged the shoreline. In other words, they, nef they never left sight of the shore. What Christopher Columbus did, and you can research this, but he went perpendicular to the shore. He went straight out into the blue ocean and he discovered the new lands. In other words, when it comes to innovation, you have to be willing to leave the way you've always done it and think of new ways to deliver value, new ways to serve your customers, new ways to grow your business, new ways to lead your team and to go out into the ocean and do that. Sure, it's scary, but growth and progress lives out on the edges. It does not live in the safe harbor of the known. Number two, you got to think and go the extra mile. How do you improve every area of your value chain in your business? If you're doing just what your customers are expecting, if you're being like all the other peers in your industry, which is what most people do, they benchmark their competitors or their peers. You know, I was driving by, uh, it wasn't a bank, I think it was a credit union. And they had a big sign in the window that said, free checking. Like this is something different, unique, and is eye-catching. I mean, you might as well drive by a restaurant and it says, we have food here. Yeah, no kidding. Free checking was an innovation from 50 years ago. It's not necessarily something new today. I don't really even like the word competitor because ultimately every minute you spend focusing on your competition, you're taking away from your creation of value, which is going to allow you to get to your mountaintop. But if all you're doing is benchmarking and keeping up with your competition and you're delivering about the same experience and about the same value as they are, then you're not going to be in a very good shape as you move into the future because there's going to be even more competition, more disruption, and more change. I really just kind of want to encourage you today to be so great at what you and your organization does that your customers are just overwhelmed. They can't believe they get to do business with you, that you spellbind them with how much you deliver to them. If you over-deliver on that value, of course your business will be sustainable as you move into the future. But if you just deliver what they expect you to, well, there's a great chance you might not be around in five years. So always remember and ask yourself the question, how can I more effectively serve my customer? How can I create so much value for them that they are stunned by what we do and they could not imagine doing business in this way or in this industry with anybody else? 
the entire customer experience, the quality of your products, be the Apple of your industry. Do you know how loyal Apple users are? In terms of doing your own personal work, do your work so that at the end of the day or at the end of the year or at the end of your career, it's like you've written Beethoven's Fifth Symphony. It's a masterpiece. It's a craft. It's a work of art. Very few people have that kind of commitment to that kind of level of excellence anymore, which is why you're going to stand out in your marketplace. You'll be one of the great ones in your marketplace and in your field. Number three. Be and show authenticity. You hear this all the time, right? But nobody really explains it to you. Well, coaching people is about repetition and bringing back ideas over and over until it becomes part of the wiring. As Jack Welch said, don't lose yourself on the way to the top. Oscar Wilde said, be yourself. Everyone else is taken. Authenticity is what the best businesses are doing right now. What's it all about? Well, it's not soft, really. It's very, very hard. Warren Buffett said, there will never be a better you than you. Authenticity from a personal leadership perspective is simply about being yourself, speaking with your voice, going to work, operating under your values, and being comfortable in your own skin. I mean, if you want to relate more to your teammates, relate more to your customers, few things are as powerful as being one of those rare air human beings that is comfortable in your own skin. You know, I caught a Charlie Rose interview of Ted Turner the other day, and I kept it around because I wanted to watch it several times. It's incredible. So inspirational when it comes to leadership and changing the world. Ted Turner is a guy who is comfortable in his own skin. Richard Branson also. You know, you can just tell they like who they are. And that's just a powerful way of being. From an organizational leadership point of view, authenticity is the one that's the most important. It's a winning formula in the new world of business that we're in right now. You know why? Because being authentic means you're transparent. And people say, you know what? That's a guy I trust. That's a lady I trust. That's an organization I trust. That's an organization whose advertising and marketing messages are aligned with who they really, really are. And that's what creates loyalty. That's what creates customers trust so that people understand the brand, enhance the brand, embrace the brand, and love the brand. It's why they want to have it on their t-shirts, on their polo shirts, on their shorts, on their hats. Keep thinking about the user experience. Be like Steve Jobs. Be relentless and brilliant and create that wonderful user experience for Apple-type products and services. Number four, guts or Another word is resolve. Remember my segment not long ago that I did, leadership requires guts? Well, the more you get to your limits, the more your limits will expand. Growth pain is all about reaching a limit, right? That's what the pain is. It's that you've reached a limit and that's sending a signal to you to not stop, but keep going because you need to expand those limits outward. Leadership's about bold moves. It's about doing what's right rather than what's easy. It's not a popularity contest. As a matter of fact, the more you lead, the more brilliantly you shine, and the more you become a truly great performer, the more people will not understand you, and they will challenge you, and they will criticize you. And what I've realized is the very nature of playing at world class means you're going to disrupt the status quo. 
The very nature of being exceptional means you're going to behave and think in a way that most people are not willing to take. Because that, you know why? Because most people not only refuse to embrace opportunities, they're too scared to embrace the responsibility of leadership because it means they're going to have to change. In order to go beyond average, they would have to work harder, dig deeper, innovate more, and connect with more of their personal potential and bring it to bear in the world. Now that means they'd have to leave what they've always known. They would have to leave the safe harbor of the known, and most people are too scared and too threatened to do that. They just don't want to change. They just don't want to go out into the unknown, which is where the true potential of you lies. So you know what? That gives you lots of room. You're going to need lots of guts to do it, and you're going to need a lot of guts to play at your absolute best. You're going to need a lot of guts to be visionary and say, you know what? This marketplace has never done this before. Here's a new way to deliver this product. Here's a new service we can bring to serve our beloved customers. People aren't going to understand that because they're going to ridicule you, and they're going to become, and, and, and here's the thing. If you become really successful, they're going to try to tear you down. And you know what they're going to say at the end of it all? I knew you could do it the whole time. Guts is what you have as a leader and especially a leader in today's environment. Number five, ethics equal brand. It could take you 20 years to build something and it can be gone in 20 seconds. Nothing is more important than your good name. Nothing's more important than going to sleep every night with a clear conscience. You will never go wrong doing what's right. It might take you longer to get to your goals. It might take you longer to build a world-class brand. It might take you longer to build a world-class team. It might take you longer to get to each of your financial objectives. But please, 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 don't lose your reputation as you get to your mountaintop. Nothing is more important than knowing you have traveled the journey with a sense of integrity, that you've practiced your preaching, that you've walked your talk, that you do what you say you're going to do. It might take you a lifetime, but what a better way to spend a life in building your business, right? Because you don't want to lose it in 20 seconds of bad judgment. Don't let that happen. You look at some of the sports stars and some of the business leaders and some of the rock stars and music stars that have fallen from grace. Wow. I mean, sometimes the higher you climb, the more harshly you fall. And how did they fall? Because they lost public trust because they weren't ethical. So in your quiet moments, work on your character. In your quiet moments, work on your honor. Be a person of nobility in a world that has forgotten those kinds of leadership responsibilities and accountabilities, and you're going to be just fine. Here's an action step for you. Come up with a leadership affirmation that you can repeat over and over because you know why? Words have power. Words affect your emotional life. Words affect your spiritual life. Words affect your thoughts. How do you rescript your belief system? How do you change the game for you? Words. Words are very powerful. Come up with a leadership mantra, a leadership affirmation that you can repeat over and over until you really start to believe it. And that's when the game will really change for you. Well, that's our show today. Better Than Before is brought to you by University Subaru. From here, been here, always will be here. University Subaru, homegrown and proud of it. We love you. We'll talk to you later. On behalf of our associate producer, Whitney Coker and William Foster, I'm Tony Richards reminding you that everything gets better when you get better. 
Thank you for listening to Better Than Before with Tony Richards, a business leaders podcast powered by Clear Vision Development Group. For more resources from Tony, visit clearvisiondevelopment.com. Join us next time for another episode of Better Than Before with Tony Richards. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.